The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. More like Will Jacobs and Sammy No Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're here today. We got uh, two legs out of Ultron, but an arm's missing. Yep that that arm is on its way to Australia. She's going to Australia. I was thinking last night uh, that she lives in North America. Yeah, but in this calendar year, we'll have visited three other continents. Pretty much. Yeah. But, it's like since Trump became president, she just doesn't want to be here. It's like so she's doing everything but like re- renouncing her citizenship. She's getting she's just yeah. never here. Mm-hmm. She's seen Hamilton on two continents. Yeah, she's seen Hamilton in more places than the cast members of Hamilton <laughs> have seen it. Like she's everywhere. Like it's it's amazing. Must be nice. Yeah, I mean, apparently she, uh, you know, she's got a second shift as a trauma surgeon or something, <laughs> or she's selling the most drugs anybody is moving on the East Coast. <laughs> you know her better than I do. What's more likely? <laughs> the latter. But okay. So, uh, we miss you, Sammy, and uh, have safe travels over there, and don't don't come back with no accent. You know, don't get brand new. Like, hey guys, how are you? Don't come back like that. <laughs> Be yourself. But uh, no, no. Um, you know, wishing her safe travels. Is she going with Daniel? Uh, I don't believe so. I think this is this is another one of those um, destination weddings that we were talking about, where she's she has to go to a wedding on on the other side of the planet. I don't have any friends the, close enough. Every to do and, that, and this is not the first time this has happened to Sammy. Like really? every time Sammy is in a wedding, the shit is like amazing race. Yeah, no, like, you've got to go to this continent, <laughs> get the dress in Peru, and you get the headpiece in Japan. The last one was South Africa. Really, Jesus. <laughs> um, Jason Allen King is here, by the way. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, also, that's right. We got Jason Allen King. He's been on like the last ten episodes. <laughs> Jason's here. Uh, but this is Jason, mine and Jason's first time. I believe it is. That, yeah, on the true. podcast. So yeah. uh, I said prior to coming on that we were going to make magic, and uh, well, we started early. We yeah yeah <laughs> we we we're off to a start. So we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. So how's it going, man? What's going Life is on? Very very good, man. I see Life you on everything. I, I, that's my goal is to be on everything. Yeah, that's I what you are. I want to exhaust everyone. Dude. <laughs> is he on this again? Come on, man. There's nobody else out there. That's how I feel. This guy wants all the corners. Yep. Like, you're ever, like I, I go on Facebook, and I'm like, wow, Jason Allen K. Oh, look, Jason's got it. Oh, Jason. <laughs> and then you had like a CD with all just dates around it or yeah. some shit. I'm yeah, like, this right. guy is the hardest working man in comedy right now. Tr- I don't know what else to do. I don't do anything else. It's just this. That's all. That's all I care about. And yeah, 
My fam. I used to have a family. I don't know where they're at. <laughs> I think they might have moved from Charlotte. They don't think they live here anymore. Damn it. Yeah, they gave up. <laughs> gave up on me. I love it, though. It's great, man. That's not the, I, nothing I'd rather do. That's good, man. That's yeah. good. So how, how have you been enjoying the podcast, being on the podcast? It's been fun. Yeah, Brian's awesome. Um, Slow down. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. He's I. He I. He's awesome. How come I get hurt in this? I'm just saying. This. I mean, it wasn't capitalized, but it was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun to do this. Actually, I'm. Uh, I I think it's pretty cool. I like. You know what? I like to hear myself talk. So that's a good podcast. A good place for that. Um, I usually bring something to the table. It's hopefully it's been funny. That I can't. I can't claim to be funny, but yeah, it's been cool, man. I like it a lot. It's good, man. Yeah. That's good. What we like having you here. Thanks as well. Yeah, so we don't I, have a person here this many times. <laughs> we don't At least, I, I would have preferred. Yeah, you're funny. We like having you here, but I'll just take. Yeah, it's been fine. That's right. You're one of the guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've reached that point, I think, Jason, where we start taking you for granted. Yeah. So just so you know, oh, right. yeah, you're, you're so reliable that we're just uh, yeah. When yeah. You know, you've made it. Yeah, Jason will do it. Yeah, you're like uh, <laughs> for this show. You're like like Hakeem on Moesha. You're like, um, who else was at the other place all the time? Kramer. <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, he's always just over. <laughs> he's always over. Steve yeah, Urkel week, in the Winslows. <laughs> last week, Brian was like, "Did we? is he supposed to be here? I just showed up there like, I mean, get him a mic, I guess. I don't know. Don't even turn it on. Just put it in front of him. We just start calling him Jazz, like the Fresh Prince. <laughs> like He's just here. He's around. He's chasing. We're going to have to let you go. I don't really even work here. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. That's, right. that's now, what makes it so hard. Now, now, <laughs> now, I've talked about this on the podcast when you weren't here, but now that you are here, we have to address this in person. I'm I said this before. This. Uh, Jason, it's become clear, is pretty much just walking in all my footsteps. That's, yes. Everything I do, I turn around, and Jason's the next guy doing it. Yeah. And, you know. It feels like cheating. I it, just sit back and take notes. I'm like, where's Will? Yeah. yeah. Podcast. I, I've become less a comedian and more Jason's <laughs> offensive line. That's right. That's I right. block and open holes, and Jason is running through shit. Yep. It's pretty bad. I will say, uh, I think maybe Jason's taking it a little too far when he walked in this morning and I noticed he was black. I thought that was <laughs> maybe a step over the line. <laughs> you may want to just <laughs> <laughs> dial it back a little bit. I am not gonna have a kid, though. I'll tell you that. I'm, <laughs> you not, know, I'm gonna just draw well, you the don't line want kids? There. What's wrong with kids, yeah, man? Man, kids—they get in the way. Of the little things, man, like hopes and dreams. <laughs> oh, damn, like that. <laughs> You're not doing a bit right now. Yeah, man. that was oh, a bit actually. God. Sorry, that was <laughs> felt very bitty. <laughs> very bitty. Yeah. <laughs> I followed all your footsteps. I'm just not that one. I'm gonna. And then the I guarantee you. In some time in the next three months, they're going to fire me and replace me with Jason. I've already seen this. I've already <laughs> seen this movie. Wall. Yeah. Everything, Jason takes it over. I can't come back. <laughs> you think it'll be that long? <laughs> I don't know if I could pull out Moesha references, though. I'm not going to lie. I went. I dug deep for that one. <laughs> I dug deep for the Mo. I led with Moesha. I could have led <laughs> yeah. with Kramer. Led yeah. with Moesha. I feel like you just kind of were like, you wrote it, be like, this is what you got to bring to the table here. It's when I speak of magic. Uh, <laughs> Moesha <laughs> is coming out of your mouth. 
So so what um you have a, a big show coming up or you just finished with a big show at like a festival or a theater or something like that? Yeah, um uh, I don't know. Well, I just worked with Pam Stone, which was pretty great. That's that's okay. one thing I did was was I did a theater show in Greedwood, South Carolina, which was really great. Wow. Pam's here's why one of the reasons why I like doing Pam's because we've done this a couple times is she her audience is, uh skews a little older um and it's clean. Mm-hmm. Uh it's like it's pretty near church clean. It's very clean, and I like a challenge like that. Mm. And uh, so, you know, I did 25 minutes in the last show, 100% clean in a theater. It, it was pretty great, man. It how was, how was the response? Awesome. Yeah, I'm just getting, I'm getting better and better at it. Like that's to me, that's just a challenging thing. To do you have enough material? What can you, what can you do? You know, and it's been great. Wow. So, oh, that's awesome, man. Stuff, yeah. I don't know about. I'm trying to think of what. Uh, I you did Evening Muse on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, that was great. They Evening Muse has uh, their uh, what do they call it? Find Your Muse mm-hmm. um, open mic, and it's it's a mixed mic. It's a music and and comedy, and they have a feature thirty minute feature, and it's usually music. I think I'm on the second comic they've ever had do it. It's been about six years of doing it. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, wow. so and I'm I'm a staple over there a lot, and they're really supportive of me in comedy. So it was pretty exciting to do that. Pack the place out, standing room only. It was amazing, actually, mm. Monday. It's pretty pretty fun. My folks came. Did they? Oh, that's yeah, great. and a lot of yeah. my material is yeah. a little ornery about them. <laughs> so I really made it clear. Like, my mom was like, I felt famous, you know? <laughs> What's well, nice is she came away with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't beat that. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I felt famous. It's so much fun. Yeah, there's really only two <laughs> ways that can go. Yes. <laughs> like, they're never going to be like, oh, it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they got to the point every joke I would tell everyone would look to my parents are they laughing at this is this okay okay we can have everyone laugh you know it's always yeah it's always uh, different when parents are in the audience <laughs> yes I did, a, I did a show uh, up in uh, Harrisburg and I did it and like I, I don't use killed in reference to myself mm-hmm. I just I just can't do that right yeah. but the audience response was really good mm-hmm and I came down off stage. I went over to my dad, and I'm like, Dad, uh, I was like, what'd you think, man? I enjoyed it. He goes, uh, that was funny. <laughs> that was all he said. <laughs> so <laughs> I chose the right word. <laughs> right. I mean, that was, but there was very little energy. Event, but that's just my dad. Yeah. So, but, you know, so I know, you know, he thought it was, he thought it was good. But the, the even funnier one was when I performed in Greensboro, and my dad came. He came to the show and he was like, uh, I told some jokes about him and how he used to do with us and discipline and all that. Yeah. And then after the show, I'm selling T-shirts and doing my thing over by the door. And I look over and there's like a group of people circling around my dad talking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? Why is my dad like leading a group right now? Like, what What am I looking at? So I said, hold on, sir. Uh, hold on. What, let me get you that in a second, the shirt. And then I take over over. And I'm like, dad, what? is going on and i hear him talking about uh yeah so when he says that i beat him like that i that is totally overblown i'm like this dude is like (laughs) holding court yeah he's doing like the republican response to my (laughs) to my set yeah here's where i think he was wrong that was not you know so he's selling koozies (laughs) put put some shirts in his hand man get him to sell something for you at least on dad Ah, uh, so, oh, but speaking of koozies, so the last time I was here, uh, I was with Donnie Baker. With Donnie Baker, 
at the Comedy Zone this past this past weekend. Right. And I think you you requested that, didn't you? <laughs> I did the opposite. I know. Right? Okay, I, <laughs> so I got that wrong. But but you know what? And Donnie, um, you know, if my impression, cool dude. Uh, my interactions with him, pleasant. I come off stage. He's giving me congrats, and you know, that, yeah, thank. Uh, that was good, man. That was good. So he was doing all that stuff. But last year when I was with him, he was selling these beer koozies. And they had Snowflake on the back mm. and Capper Dick with a D on the front. Yeah. And I'm black. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> right. Yeah. So you ain't even got to guess how that made me feel. No, of course. Right? So, um, you know, I continued to do my job, though. I was civil. Well, you're a pro. That's and yeah, yeah. Being a professional, man. But internally, I was like totally repulsed by that. Yeah. And um, he they called the Comedy Zone called me, or emailed me and asked me could I do Charlotte this past weekend, and without even looking at who I was with, I said yeah because I wanted to do some stuff locally yeah, sure. and you know it's a cool little check or whatever. So I said okay, and then once I found out I was at that show, I went and looked on the calendar and it's him again, Donnie Baker again. So I'm like, well maybe he ain't selling them this year. <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker had a bigger pile of them. Really? <laughs> he had more of them to sell. <laughs> I'm like, this dude is ridiculous. Does he have a bit around that? Or no. Is he just... Oh, man. So no. he's just... That's even worse. He's so just he's just selling that. it to... Yeah. Uh... Yes. And somebody told me that they spoke to him. Now, this is hearsay. I'm an attorney. I understand. <laughs> this is hearsay, okay? I'm leading in with that. But somebody told me that they were uh, talking to him about the Kaepernick thing. And he said that he kind of sees where Kaepernick's coming from, but people like to buy him. And I guess he said that and thought that would earn someone's respect. Yeah, right. Well, he's playing both sides. Always benefiting from both both ends of that that, that, uh, story, (laughs) that whatever you want to call it. And it, and Which it, is pretty. That's a, that kind of that blows. Yeah. Does he have his name on the? Is his name on the koozie anywhere? Yeah, I think DonnieBaker.com or whatever's on the bottom. Okay, so at least he's at least in that respect, at least he's owning what. Yeah. But yeah, I mean to not have a bit about it. Right. It ain't even. To, yeah, that's yeah, not. Right. That's not playing to the base, right? That's playing not what, to just yeah. red meat, man. Yeah. Like red meat. Is he? Is he that guy on stage? He's a redneck. Like, okay. you know, I grabbed her by the twat, and then I told her, woo, twat time. You know, shit like that. <laughs> Little shit like That's that. catchphrase, twat time. time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what time it is? <laughs> twat time. <laughs> I got a dick in her thighs, and she got some nice eyes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just oh, this man. This sophomoric fucking yeah, right. nonsense. Well, it's, he's his soul is in those koozies. What's happening? <laughs> well, I was talking to his manager the week before and uh not the week before the last time i performed with him and and he was cool too that's the crazy part about it is these dudes were cool i talked to his manager in the back and he was giving me tips on how to build the internet presence and all that real good conversation yeah then the kaepernick thing came up somehow Mm -hmm. and he was like yeah you know we sell the koozies man and and he could see i wasn't feeling it Mm -hmm. so he said you know i you know i just feel like uh you know the guy's just so divisive man Oh my god! And I looked at him like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Divisive. 
divisive. Yeah. You know what's divisive? <laughs> Why he's protesting. That's divisive. It's really divisive. You know. So I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Do you think half, half of the, the uh, surrounding, surrounding cabinet, it's just, it, to me, is that conversation is talk about not getting it. Mm-hmm. Talk about not understanding yeah. or, or yeah. having an, an emotional or intellectual sort of dog in the fight. Like, they just don't get it at all, don't right? at all. And to me, um, and maybe this is just my, you know, my Catholic upbringing or having played it's football or, or whatever, but taking a knee isn't particularly disrespectful. I mean, they could turn their back to the field or they could stand mm-hmm. there with, you know, their middle fingers up. Still but he like consulted with an right. army veteran Absolutely. that right. told him that right. that would be the respectful way to do it. Exactly. Yeah. So they did that. Yeah. And then the people are still yeah, crying this bullshit. As far as protests go, is there any more, um, you know, it's peaceful, like a peaceful protest? Exactly. It, it's it's taken a knee. It's it's I, I can't even wrap my head around this this anger that that uh, that it's brought like sure it's supposed to invoke an emotion from people I mean otherwise it wouldn't be a protest or effective at all mm-hmm. but well on. I'll tell you what it is man I think that they are using disrespect to the troops mm. oh no qu- <laughs> they're using it, disrespect right? to the troops as if that's you know the real thing when I think yeah. it's just this thin layer over the real issue, and is that they don't like black males asserting themselves Absolutely. that way, that publicly. Mm-hmm. They yeah. don't like it. Sure. Right? So, you know, we're doing burp, 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 and the birds are flying and shit. <laughs> and this dude is up here peacefully taking a knee mm-hmm. to bring light to something that he finds significant. Right. And it's like people are looking at that and they totally get lost in. Just that piece because they don't want to address the real issue is how they feel about black people. That's what it comes down to. Everything else is like foliage on top of it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's disappointing, man, to say the least. Disappointing. But you know what? You it's disappointing unless you're used to it. It doesn't disappoint me anymore. It used to disappoint me. Yeah. Now it's just like, you know, (laughs) leaves falling on the ground. Like it's just a part of what happens. So, you know. I've become like desensitized to it. That's yeah, probably that the saddest too. part about yeah. it too is it is it yeah. that desensitization, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, the good news is the the pieces are all coming together to at least bring an end to, uh, you know. Yeah, I give racism six months. Yeah, then it's. <laughs> I mean the I mean the six guy months. the guy the guy living in the you know in the at you know. <laughs> 16. I don't nah, mean that. I don't expect that to. Happen, but uh, we're gonna be good in six months. It's gonna be great. Seven tops <laughs> by spring. <laughs> Racism is on his last legs. It's dazed. It's almost dead. <laughs> you know who's gonna take credit? Trump. <laughs> I did it. That guy's like I. I do. They're giving it a Jimmy V award. It's <laughs> out of here. So long, racism. <laughs> okay, that was okay. First of all, that was distasteful. <laughs> <laughs> what I just said, but I had to. Okay, so what happened was, I was uh, at work, and one of the other attorneys is this older black dude. I won't say his name, but 
he's the older black dude. <laughs> so, so he, so can we guess? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> and and like periodically now on the podcast, I've been gone for a minute. Uh, I'm gonna come back with different stories about this man because, quite frankly, <laughs> he's the most fascinating man I've ever really? met in my life. This dude says things and has. You think Trump doesn't have a filter? Oh my this God. man is just like, whoosh, like there's no shit in between <laughs> right. what he's got in his brain and what's coming out. Oh my gosh! Right? So he's sitting there, and I'm gonna try to impersonate him when I do this. <laughs> but he's, but he's like, uh, he was looking in the paper or looking on a uh, cell phone, and some of this, I'm telling you right now, the audience is going to be, some of you are going to be furious about what you hear, <laughs> and I just, I gotta say what happened. I gotta keep it real. Just so the, send all your letters his, to Brian Baltashevitz at gmail.com. It's it's what this guy said. You're not repeating. It's right. I'm what, not okay. right. So <laughs> we're in the office and he's looking at his phone and he goes, uh, Jesus Christ. And I said, what? I said, what's, what's going on, man? And he said, uh, look at this. And he holds his phone up. And it's a picture of Jim Kelly at the ESPN uh, Awards. Now, Jim Kelly has been battling cancer. Oh, yep. Um, Former it, Buffalo Bills quarterback, NFL sure, sure. Hall of Famer, yeah. Right. <sighs> he looks horrible. <laughs> I said, you really I said, you really can't say stuff like that, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I said, it's just, it's not right. Yeah. And we're at work, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And he goes, uh, well, I'm sorry, man. I mean. God Almighty! What stage is he at? Eleven? Oh my God! <laughs> it's like the tour de France with all them stages. Oh uh, it goes up to eleven. <laughs> Cancer is so bad it goes up to eleven. So then he goes, "Oh shit!" And I said, "Well, what?" He goes, "Uh, I see why he was there." And I said, "Well, what's okay? Yeah, he was there getting the Jimmy V. Yeah, the like, Courage Award." Yeah. He goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, they're giving him the He About to Die Award. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I said, Sam, that's Whoa. not at all what that is. And he goes, have any other recipients lived? Wow. I said, actually, Caitlyn Jenner received it, and she lived. Well, Bruce died. (laughs) (laughs) And that is today's story about my co-worker. Let's call him uh, Tim. (laughs) Perfect. Some call him Tim. Tim Johnson. (laughs) Tim Johnson. An old black man named Tim Johnson. Johnson. That's what that is. The Arthur Ashe Award, right? (laughs) Is that the one that he got? Yeah. So there's there's already... (laughs) Yeah, and like so, Stuart, wow. Stuart Scott got it a couple years ago, and yeah, he's he's not entirely off base. <laughs> oh, no, Do not Madden no. cover no. the <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> you can reach Brian no. at. Uh, Brian oh my Ball. God! This is our last podcast. Oh, <sighs> the good times that <laughs> made us laugh. We're out of here. Do not Madden cover. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy B Award, oh. man. Don't ever give up. That's what he kept saying, yeah, man. Come on. Right. <laughs> we should go to. We should take a break. Yeah, let's do. Um, that. All right. Well, we got an interview coming up, <laughs> yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Nikki Who? Nikki Who? We, we about to welcome welcome everybody to Whoville here in uh <laughs> here in a, here in a second.
Hey guys, I gotta let you know about the Queen City Podcast Network. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com, a collection of seven uh, uh, podcasts, all created here in Charlotte. They're all Charlotte based. They're all about Charlotte information. And I gotta let you know about the Charlotte Podcast, hosted by John and Miller, who believe lots of interesting things happen here in the Queen City. They can be great things everyone's proud of. They can be a little embarrassing, maybe some missed opportunities, but uh, they want to understand all of the things going on around them. They've got great guests. They've got a little thing from uh, the supportive guy at the end that makes you kind of feel good. It leaves you with a little good feeling at the end of it. So uh, check out the Charlotte podcast at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone Podcast. We have a very, very special guest in the building with us today. Miss Nikki Who. We in Whoville, y'all. We in Whoville today. Whoville has taken over the Comedy Zone Podcast. That's right, girl. Dicks forever. Yes. (laughs) In these streets. Nikki has a shirt on and it says brunch, nap, and repeat. Amen. I wish I had one that said masturbate on it, but it hasn't been made yet. New t-shirt alert, (laughs) y'all. Tell me what that one goes on. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I know what I'll use it for. And I'll wear it out, too. Okay. I'll wear it outside, too. Scared. It'll be available August 29th. <laughs> Welcome to Whoville, everybody. Welcome to Whoville. So uh, I have to ask you, uh, we got plenty to talk about, but big show coming up. Yes, sir. You are headlining. Yes. The yes. Charlotte Comedy. This is the first time? First time. Nigga, first time headlining yes. the Charlotte Comedy Zone. Yeah. Give a round of applause. This is big. Yes. Okay, this little old project girl done did something with how herself, huh? How about that? Amen. So, so how do you feel coming into this? I mean, I know this is what you do, but mm-hmm. you know, it's got to be some feelings you have about it. I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely grateful and humbled for the opportunity, um, but I'm super excited because this is home. You know, this is my second home, so to do it here is even is bittersweet. So I'm excited about it. That's what's up. Now, how did it how did it come about? Like, did you? Had you been talking to them about it or they came to you about something or what? Well, what happened was I just asked, mm. you know, closed mouth, don't get fed. You that? know, I asked, I asked. Beautiful. I was like, no nope uh, to the younger comics. There you go. Yeah. Just ask. <laughs> <laughs> like, ask someone that can book you. That's, that's in, the, in the building. That's all. It's quite a few people. A headliner right. told me that one time. He's like, it's an ask business. Right. <laughs> you just mm. ask. Oh, you know, what, what can happen? You say no. Okay. Then I'm going to ask again. Like, right, yeah. you know, I'm like a kid. I'm relentless. <laughs> yeah, I'm an ex again. Right. So then, so then you've been uh, doing all the publicity and and mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. So how is that like grind in relation to preparing for the show? Like you got to do both. I guess, yes, yes. Which is crazy because I I never really do this part. So I don't even know how to ask people buy tickets. You know, <laughs> you know. I don't know how to really ask them. I think I'm so aggressive. So you know. I, I try to, to leave it up to others to, to help me along the way, which they have been. Everybody has been great um, promoting the show. And I'm just trying my best to do my part. I'm really trying to focus on the art of it, though, because it's a big responsibility. This is a live DVD taping. Ooh. You know, it's going to be streamed and stuff. We're going with a couple of different streaming um, sources and stuff with it. So it's it's not only, you know, it's not only just being here at home in my home space, but, it you know, it's also taking it to the next level. Mm. You know, mm. so taking, I've been putting them out. Advantage. And, That's amazing. Yeah, Good I'm, for you. I, my best. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best too. So 
That's what's up. Wow. So then, so in terms of not being used to the mm-hmm. promotion part, what sorts of things? Because because one thing I know that you did, and mm-hmm. I thought this was like f- fantastic. <laughs> Nikki took a, I guess, a promotional picture. Yes, it's you uh, in the in the uh, bathroom sorry. stall, but it's like it's it's got like attitude. It's got some sensuality. It's funny. How did you come up with the concept for that picture? Oh man, it took you know the truth of that picture is I've been conceptualizing that picture for like three years. Wow! And everyone that was on my team that was down with me that's down with me, I would tell it to them, and they're like, "That is no, no, don't do that." Everybody was telling me no. And the more no's I got, the more I wanted to take this picture. I was like, no, I can make it great. And you're like, it's a toilet, Nikki. (laughs) And I'm like, come on, but who gives a shit? You know, where do you shit? (laughs) On the toilet. Where do I write? On the toilet. It had to be the toilet. It had to be the toilet. That's my office. That's my office. You know, great shit comes out. Wonderful (laughs) shit comes in. It's at the same damn time. You know, I do the circle cubicle. of life in the toilet. Yeah, that's the cubicle. <laughs> and I do it everywhere. I do it every, every... I mean, who gives a shit and who shits? At where does your shit belong? In the toilet. So I just figured I'd make it hot. You know, when, when, you, when you put it that way, it makes total sense. Yes. Yeah. Because it made sense to me when I thought of it. I was like, this all makes sense. Everything happens and in the toilet. And the response has been crazy. It right? has been. It's been really cool, actually. It's like my new headshot now. I'm not taking any more headshots. I mean, shots. I think <laughs> one day when you sell your book, that's the cover. Oh, that's man. That's got to be the cover. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a couple of crazy shots. I also got a T-shirt shot and uh, just T-shirt and panties. Oh, you went to Dina Howard on Well, absolutely. The the toilet is actually Millie Jackson, you know? Oh, that's, oh Millie. Yeah, Millie Jackson wow. did it like 25, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So I emulated that. I was like, yo, because she was ballsy, you know? She was a freak. Too. Yes, yes. Where do we get our hands on this other picture you just talked about? Oh, you can Google it. Millie Jackson. You can no, just no, put, I meant you. you. Oh, the yeah. picture of me? And oh, it's everywhere. The, okay. Oh, with the t-shirt? It's, yeah. on, it's on my Facebook. It's on my Instagram. Hang on, let me get you my phone. You can Google it. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I have on a white T-shirt that says "Who gives a shit?" All right, right. And it's and you pulling off like the looks work. Like oh, there man. was no part of you that was like, "I'm showing a lot." Like yeah, because I'm grown now. I, I'm okay. I be having on full draws and everything. I ain't nothing. You know, I'm comfortable in the skin I'm in. That's what it is. I'm just so comfortable. Like you know, I used to strip back in the days. They used to call me big drawers. You know, on the stage. <laughs> Because I was the only one stripping with full panties on, you know, guys. Because I, I wanted all my dollars, and I didn't trust the string. I was like, I don't trust the string. I want all my money. So I'd come off the stage, and by the time I come off the stage, it looks like I'm wearing a diaper. It was just badass. So then I became a sexy baby. It was, like, insane. No! I can hear, hear the DJ like, coming to the stage. Yes. <laughs> Big dog. Yeah. I start off small, baby. <laughs> but I expand, you know. That was my trick. I didn't have to do much. <laughs> I just expand the panties. I should have changed it to accordion draws. <laughs> accordion draws. Oh, God. 
I'm a mess. Oh, Sorry. It's goodness. early. It's early. Oh, Good morning. So she says, who gives a shit? Right. She lives this. This I is not it. an act. <laughs> right. like, like the other guy we uh, talked about earlier. Yeah, oh. right. This yeah, is yeah. not a Donnie Baker. This, oh. He pretends to be like a redneck racist. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Wait till you go back and hear it. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, I'm nervous. Put it this I'll just art. say this. I, want, I don't want this to dominate the segment. Okay. But just let you. At his show, mm-hmm. he was selling beer koozies, and on the back, they said Snowflake. And on the front, they said Capper Dick with a D. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So that's, and he's putting on an act, like playing around all that shit. Right. So that, but I was just saying that, you know, that exists. It does. It does. And you know what? And everybody has the right to say what they want. The things you say on stage, I know you somewhat personally. Yes. And you, that's real. Like, you're real up there. Yeah. That's because I smoke a lot of weed and I can't remember the jokes. So Wonderful. it's better to just live them so that Wonderful. it's easier to remember. Wonderful. Yeah. You know. Weed, weed is like alcohol for me now. When people are like, oh, I don't smoke. I'm like, what? Why? Right. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you, like they have two heads. Like, ew. What the fuck? You don't? It's weirdo. <laughs> like, stranger danger. I know. <laughs> so, and I, but I'm going to tell you, and I, and I said this before this segment started. I had had a whole lot of stuff going on at work, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to come out, bust out the first segments, and then I know Nick would be good with Jason and Brian, so I, you know, I, I'm going to just skate out for And then she got here, and I'm like, nah, I got you. That's, that. oh, <laughs> that's what I'm telling you, that's what happens. So, so once I saw her, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. So um, because, like, I go back years in terms of knowing Nikki. Mm-hmm. Nikki was, um, okay, a comedian named Sheena London. Mm-hmm. Used to be uh, in Charlotte and eventually left. I think went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a good friend of mine back in the day, and uh, she had a room hooligans on Brevard Court, mm. close to there, and it was a room right. upstairs in like a place. And long story short, that night we end up in the parking lot mm-hmm. talking about comedy <laughs> to like three, four in the morning. Oh yeah, mind you, I had never told a joke. I had never yeah. gotten on stage. I had just kind of started going to open mics and getting to meeting some comics and saying, hey, I'm interested and stuff like that. And Nikki was one of the first com- real comedians oh, wow. <laughs> that took the time to have a conversation with me. Because sometimes you ask people stuff like that and they kind of brush you off or Dismissive, because yeah, they never sure. heard of you. They don't got no time for you. Right. But Nikki was out there talking comedy with me and Sheena till like three or four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know me from the wall behind you. Yeah. So that just kind of speaks to oh, kind of yeah. who yeah, Nikki awesome. is and how far we go back. Yeah. 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 Do you remember that? that was, yes, of course I do. <laughs> of course I do. Oh my God, some great jokes came out of that. <laughs> I tell you, I use some of those jokes now, which is insane that you even said that. Some of the greatest conversations, you know, yeah. form the best jokes and premises. Right. And I and I think it's important to talk about those sorts of things because. You know, we we I think the overarching thing is Nikki's really funny, right? Mm, like she's you. really funny. Thank if you. you've ever seen her perform, like it's an experience, right? So that I part is it. Nikki's really <laughs> funny, but it's like it's also get good to get to know kind of the person mm-hmm. that she is from what I've seen behind a lot of this because also with her show, 
She's given other cats an opportunity to get some stage time Absolutely. here, right? Who else did you bring along oh, for your man, show? Oh man, I got the team. I got the dream team. I got D D Motri. He's featuring. That's my dude. Oh, the most disgruntled teacher. Yes, <laughs> I love D Motri. That's my boo. That's my bro. Yeah. And he's hilarious. Brilliant yeah. comic. One of my favorite up and coming comics. And a good dude oh, too. Yeah, yes. good man. Same thing. For sure. The next is uh, Jawan Cap. He's one of my favorite yes. comics of all time. Funny. I, I, funny. I, Nikki, that boy is funny. He's, <laughs> he's just so fucking dope. Like, I look, I get a hard on for him. Because he try, he doesn't try hard, which makes it even oh. funnier. Um, Hustle. James Hustle. Oh, my God. I love him. Love, love, love James Hustle. He, he's so funny to me because he's like black and white and don't give a fuck. <laughs> But I love it because I just look at him like the biggest nigga ever. Like, he's a nigga. It don't matter what color he is, that is a nigga. Like, but I love the nigga in him. You know, only I can say, y'all better not say it. But oh, no. We can say it. No, you know. He's like, oh, no. You know, I'm one of them black people who are like, what the fuck? Like, you know, but, but he's a nigga. I love him. Um, we've got uh, Ray Styles from 105.3 is hosting. Wow. I love the way he introduces me, that voice, that old radio voice shit. That shit. I just want to try to masturbate right before I get on, so I figured put him on. He's funny and sexy. So, so it puts you in the right yes. zone for what oh, you got to do. Oh, because I need to be there. I need to release, you know, <laughs> before I get on. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a, a great group. lineup. It's a great yeah. lineup. Blair, Blair Nias is producing it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. How did y'all put that together? Oh, man. Blair and I have been friends for years. I've always had such a big respect for her, her work ethic. Oh, She's yeah. brilliant as a comedian, as a, as, a, as a producer, you know, and now a mom, you know, and she does it all and she does it so effortlessly that I was like, yo, I, I need people like you around. I got to be around you. So yeah. I, I just want to breathe her in all the time. She's so dope. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Blair Hus Blair oh. goes. Oh. Yeah. Goes. Man, she makes me feel lazy. I swear. I'm like, God. <laughs> everybody it... feel lazy. Yeah, because Blair is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's, she's a mogul in the making, and I just love watching and being part of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I have her. Um, and there's a bunch of other people behind the scenes. We've got um, a reality show shooting at the same time, because I'm also doing a reality show here mm. called Beauties and Bikers, produced by Doc Honeycutt. Yeah, so wow. those cameras is going to be here. It's going to be lit. Like, the whole city really needs to be in the building, because it's about I mean. to be some real shift moving happening for the QC. We've got cameras for my show. We've got cameras for Beauties and Bikers, which we'll be taping live. We're doing the whole red carpet and interviews, so wow. we want to get everybody's opinions of the show, what you felt, how you feeling. Buy my shit. Right? That. that too, you got to plug that. that. Buy yes. my shit. Yes. Who, who gives a shit? Buy it. Yep. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's going to be great. I, you know, I feel like it's going to be a comedy, uh, uh, a comedy uh, explosion, explosion happening. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. I need a cigarette. That yes. explosion is. Yeah. Yes, you're gonna need it. You're gonna that. need some drinks. Yeah, I need that shirt now. We gonna get yes, <laughs> yes. Get hey, the you know what? Now listen to everybody listening. If you if you heard all of that, <laughs> and you still either on the fence, right, or you ain't coming. <laughs> Look in the mirror. Yeah, something's wrong. And admit to yourself that you don't like fun shit. Right. And you don't like fly You're miserable. Shit. I don't like a good time and I'm whack as hell. Right. Admit that to yourself <laughs> in the mirror if you decline this show. Pretty I'm much. putting my damn stamp on That's it. That's it. I've known oh, Nikki man. for years. Yes. She's a beast. 
I'm Thank telling you. you, she's worth the night out. Right. Absolutely. And it's ten dollars with your cheap ass. Ten dollars. Like, <laughs> come dollars. on. I mean, come on. You you smoking dirt anyway. I mean, come on. That's Don't what the comedy zone dirt. pays Jason. <laughs> right. It's not a lot. Get not, yourself no. a good bag of weed and come to a great show. And then I owe him so. half back, if you know. You said what, Jason? And then I owe half that money back. Oh, God, you want half of it back? <laughs> right. <laughs> For real. We want half back. I remember the comedy zone used to just give you a chicken dinner. <laughs> oh, God. When you were host. An A drink. The Fort Bill. They yes. would give you a chicken yes. dinner. <laughs> yes. And I was like, man, I took a picture. I was so proud of my fucking yeah. chicken dinner. Let me tell you, you, you. That you have to earn that. Yeah. You have to earn that plate. Right. You used you know? to not getting shit for that's telling right. jokes. Right. You just you used to paying to, to tell jokes. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's you right. Exactly right. You know? Now that's you can why. say paid, that's paid comic, professional comic. From right. that chicken to dinner. headlining God dang it, the Charlotte right. Comedy. Yes. So. I never took the chicken because it was a black thing, but... <laughs> But I, you know, Real I got something else, that. right? I'm skittish right, about Eating. white people offering me chicken like that. Like, what's next? Watermelon? Like, <laughs> Right. Like, you want to okay, watch right. me eat right. this chicken? That you what you want? Like, me. I'm a zoo animal? <laughs> I like my chicken grilled, <laughs> bitch. Like, I'm a zoo animal? <laughs> <laughs> right. Am I a clown? No, nah, no. But, I mean, I was grateful just to get a meal. Just to get a meal from a comedy club. And, and to be able to get on this stage. That's beautiful. You got to earn it. This isn't surprising, though, to see you put this show together, because we used Aww. to do a show over at the, I think it was called the Neighborhood Cafe. Yes. yes. And you used yes. to do the same thing back then. Yes. It would be, you know, an, it would be an open mic, but mm-hmm. you felt like you were going to a big show mm-hmm. every week. It Absolutely. was you and Dee. Joanna yes. was always there. Yes. Uh, it was uh, the four of us. Comedic Minds. Tasha Renee. Yeah, that's Moore, right. Yeah. Maurice Rose. I used yes. to love going over there. I yeah. hated when, you know, it, it kind of changed. Yeah, they changed and, it into a hair salon. And it was like, you know what? Fuck it. We can get more money with hair weave and bundles. So yeah. <laughs> comedy got kicked to the side. But it's okay because shout out to No Grease for even letting us have it. We had it for over a year. It was great. Yes, I loved going and hate it, and it was fun to meet you guys and to yes. be a part of that. Yes. So again, not at all surprised that you're oh, blowing man. it up here. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. We're trying to get on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we try to get on TV for real. I'm trying yeah. to bring all my friends because I know so many funny people. It's like, okay, at least if one of us get on, can we all do it? Because right. there's so right. many people that I've spoken to, like Will over the years and Jason, mm-hmm. that do so many great things. You, you guys are equally just as funny i've always enjoyed you will i remember when you were just doing improv at first yep you didn't even yep. step into and when i saw you doing stand-up i was like okay mr improv <laughs> in my head because i was like you know i'm very particular about comedy i'll be honest i'm a little comedy skittish with people so i'm like you don't just come into comedy you already got improv right you got your lane right but then when he came into comedy it was a welcoming it was a welcoming surprise because honestly, you have gotten so fucking good. I'm oh, like, wow. I watched Thank you do a feature set once. I was in the back. I don't even think you knew I was here. And I watched it and I was like, Mr. Motherfucking M. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I said, check on that. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. You yeah, I had a girl I had a comedy boner for you. I was like, okay, well <laughs> no no sexual shit, but you know what I mean? Like it was it Why was not? beautiful to watch. <laughs> no, You're married. <laughs> I know. But it's okay to have a comedy boner for <laughs> yes. me comedically. Comedically, definitely. Yes. And it that was just it was fine. a huge one. I and love I think everyone you did like a 15, that. 20 minute set. There were no pauses. It was like boom, 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 boom. It was very melodic. I loved it. Good. I really enjoyed you. I appreciate it. Really be- that's it. the best compliment, comedy boner, right? I yeah. Mean, you don't I mean, get much better than that. Comedy I mean, from, is better from than a vet, from somebody that was doing it when <laughs> I came in. Yes. Because that's, that's, you know, the audience will come out, and, and I'm not knocking audience reactions because that's important too. 
But the audience come on and be like, oh, my God, you're the funniest thing I've seen since Eddie Murphy. You know, they, mm-hmm. they yeah, do that. Right. Sure. And it's like, thank you. But when the vets and when the comics tell you that was good work, yeah. that was a good set. Why I had a comedy boner for yes. what you said. Yo, that's like, that's a huge compliment. Yeah. I thought, oh, thank you're you. welcome. Thank it, you. Was, it was really good. Like, I it, very rarely, you know, as comics, it's very rare that you get to enjoy comedy mm-hmm. because we're so in our heads mm-hmm. even if you're if you're about to perform it's no no shade to other comics you're just in your head like okay what am i going to say first what am i going to do or whatever so you don't get the chance or the opportunity so when i came in and got to watch i was like i'm enjoying it yes 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 i get it you know it so that's what i felt that night and the funniest thing is i was here watching a show and i forget um who was putting the show on it might have been blair Mm-hmm. But might have been almost famous, but Jawan Cop was up there, mm-hmm. and I had never seen him perform. And I'm I'm sitting in the back. I'm like, this motherfucker <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> Matter of fact, I was so like taken away by it. Yeah, I went straight to Facebook. I just wrote one sentence. I was like. This dude, Juwan Cop, yeah. is fucking hilarious. He really is. <laughs> like, period. That was it. Like, I just had to say it because I'm sitting there looking at it, and I wish, man, I wish more people would speak to that and, mm-hmm. and just, just have that energy towards it because it's like mm-hmm. a lot of people in the general public, not necessarily comics, mm-hmm. they wait till you on TV. Yeah, right, oh, absolutely. Right. Or they wait till you got a billion followers or something. Right. It's like they need NBC to tell them who's funny. Right. Sure, sure, right. You right. know what I mean? It's like go down to your local comedy club, take in the art. There yes. are monsters and beasts in this That's game right. right down the street from you. That's right. right. You know what I mean? Come to Nikki's show. Like, you're going to watch TV and you're going to see a better show live. Wednesday night. Yes. Live. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's important to do that and to put that word out there. Because when people have a negative experience, they quick to put that shit up. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, be yeah. as quick with the positivity and talk about people that are doing it out here. I'm, I'm excited about it because it, I think you're absolutely right. Thank you for that, for that too, for that plug. But uh, uh, it's a lot better when it's live. You know what I mean? A lot of people, I've, I've met so many people that told me they've never been to a comedy show. I said, wow. I like, well, I never want to go because, you know, I don't want the comics to talk about me. I said, bitch, it's dark in there. We don't care about you. It's like one of your friends calling you up and they say, Nikki, you know, I'm coming to the show tonight. What am I going to wear? <laughs> I got lights. I'm on stage. Let's worry about my fucking right. outfit. Like, you're going to be sitting in the dark. Like, your outfit's the only one that matters. Right. And half the time, I don't give a fuck. So it's like, I just want some clean underwear on there, you know? Shout out to Big Draws. Big Draws. That's right. Hey. And it's my birthday next week. So oh, it's, happy it's birthday. like taping. Yeah. Birthday. I'm going to be 48. Now, that, now look, they heard their bullshit. eyes got like that. <laughs> Cannot I believe. I'm calling bullshit. I'm so proud. Right. It, Definitely not. I'm Definitely need not. To see I mean, you can look at my hands. I'm like a tree trunk. You could. <laughs> a black woman, we might not age in the face, but our hands look like slave hands. So. <laughs> oh, my God. That's where all the age is. Yeah, yeah the, the age hands. is all in the fingers. You look at a black woman's hands, you'd be like, count the tree trunks on the fingers. She's like, she 48, and she sure is, all the way up to the knuckle. Yeah, she got wrinkles to the knuckle. We don't age in the face, we age in the hands. Nikki got that, she got that same thing that Bill Bellamy had. Oh, man. Because we, we, we've had some guests where it's like, oh, you don't yeah. age. 
Oh man! Like like Bill Bellamy yeah. is like that. Prince was like that. We didn't oh. have a guest, but Prince was yeah. like that. He is gorgeous. Just one of these people that does. Uh, uh, not Angela Bassett. Even oh, she, she don't. Was, she, like, she don't really. She doesn't. Either. Yeah. She's aging backwards. If anything. Yeah, like she made a she's deal a with the devil. She's got Benjamin Buttons. Yeah, she's gonna be in a diaper, <laughs> but in a cute one like a baby yeah. in about five years. So That's Nikki, what everybody's Nikki, doing. Nikki is not aging, but uh, I wanted to to end with this. I know we gotta yeah. uh, get, get ready to get out of here, but. Um, you you've been in the game now. Mm-hmm. This would you say this is one of the biggest shows you've done? Definitely right? will be. Well, for me and my you know and my personal goal list, yeah. Yes, right now. Mm-hmm. So um, with that experience coming up from when you started for the comics listening, because we have a mm-hmm. lot of comics that listen, and this is a great resource for them that can't always be in the same place you are Absolutely. or whatever else. So for just in terms of advice mm-hmm. from where you are now to where you started, like. What did you learn along the way, and what are the, some of the key principles that you have to keep in mind to be successful? Be yourself, first and foremost. Um, <clears throat> I, 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 not everybody is spiritual or whatever, but I, I, I always say pray first. Never works out unless you, you know, you pray. I, for me, to pray first, no matter what I'm doing, I got to pray first and ask God and give it to Him and make sure He's on deck with me. Um, just be yourself and stay true to yourself. Um, stay focused on your goals, whatever that goal is, you know. <clears throat> I, I don't have just one goal. I'm so all over the place. I got sub goals. You know, my goals have goals. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I'm all over the place, but I make them happen. You know, once I put it in the air, you know, you can make it happen. Actually, you can make anything happen. Anything is attainable. This is America, like Trump says. You know, I will agree with him on that. You know, America can be great. There is a lot of great opportunities here for a lot of us um, if we utilize them. So I say just be yourself and, and, and work, work, do the work. Don't don't sell your soul for nothing. Do the work because the work is great. The work is great. Yeah. Well, that's a great Great message. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming. Much continued success. And if people want to keep up with you, follow you, how do they do that? Oh, everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. It's all Nikki Who and I C C I H O O. Um on Twitter, I'm the real Nikki Who. Also N I C C I H O O. All right. And the show is August 29th. August 29th. Wednesday, August 29th, 2018 at the Comedy Zone. We'll tell you how to get tickets in the next break. Eight o'clock p.m. Eight p.m. Yes, indeed. 8 p.m. Doors open it. at 7. Don't yes, indeed. It. Get ready for Hooville. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> we'll be back. to play games with you. It's the aim at you. Probably maim you. If I owe you, I'm blowing you to smithereens. Cocksucker, take one for your team. And I need you to remember one thing. I came, I saw, I conquered. From Wreck Some great shows, Jason, coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, over the next several weeks. Very Let's excited start about it. with this weekend. Orny Adams. Is in town. Jason, you're opening for Orny. That's right. I'm hosting this weekend uh, for Orny, and uh, he is uh, pretty fantastic. The guy is a, is a force on stage. I'm hearing all kinds of good things. Two shows Friday night. Uh, that would be August 24th and August 25th. Two shows Saturday night as well. We'll tell you how to get tickets for those shows in just a few minutes. Coming up on Sunday the 26th, the Clean Comedy Brunch. That's at 2.30 in the afternoon here at the Comedy Zone. Lots of great clean comedy and brunch. 
What what could be what, better? Right? That, that's on a Sunday afternoon. That's going to be pretty awesome. And then Sunday night, following that up with a little show called Funny on the Fly. I've heard about that show. I heard, yeah. it's, I heard it's a good one. Yeah, I've heard it's going to be great. I'm I should sure prob- I'll be on that, actually. I should probably get start, started writing for that show. <laughs> uh, you just heard Nikki Who. Her show is coming up August 29th. One night, one night only. The Who Gives a Shit Tour. Uh, Nikki, who I just you know everything that you just heard from her is but just the the more of that. She's amazing. Wednesday. Yeah, I'm just I think she's wonderful in every way. That is going to be pretty great. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, well, how to get tickets for that show as well, as well as the other shows at the Comedy Zone. Carlos Mencia next weekend. He is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So a rare four day yeah. stint stay from uh, from Carlos Mencia. Uh, fight night on Tuesday. After that, the legendary Margaret Cho Margaret in Charlotte Cho. as yeah. well, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Uh, uh, that show's coming up. Corey Holcomb coming to town. Sean Patton coming to town. One and only Kyle Kinane in just a few weeks. You're yeah. opening for Kyle Kinane uh, as well. That's uh, a big deal for me. I'm, I'm thrilled to be opening for Kyle Kinane. If you don't know him, he's on Netflix. He's just one of the best, smartest comics right now. He's the voice of Comedy Central. He's on a little show called Those Who Can't on uh, True TV with uh, 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 Adam Caton Holland and those rest of those crazy guys. He's just, he's great. Yeah, he's Kyle great. Kinane, one of my favorites. Here's how to get tickets for any or all of the shows. First of all, of course, you can check out the uh, the website, cltcomedyzone.com, for all the dates and details. And uh, you can buy tickets there as well. Call the box office, 980-321-4702. That's 980-321-4702. And uh, that's how you can take it. You can come to the box office and avoid the online fees as well. Just stop at the box office at the Avid Exchange Music Factory and uh, and do that. You can follow all the dates and details for the Comedy Zone in, on their Twitter account at Comedy Zone CLT, on Facebook, search for Comedy Zone CLT, and I believe Instagram and Snapchat and, and all the other who's you what's it's on, on the social medias as well. As for the show, you can find the podcast at Apple. Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play Music, and a little app called uh, uh, Laughable that's pretty cool. If you like a comic, you search for that comic's name, it'll come up with every podcast that comic's ever been on. So we're involved in that as well. So Laughable is that app. That app is pretty cool. Uh, As for social media, Will Jacobs at I am Will Jacobs uh, on the Twitters. Comedian Will Jacobs uh, is, I believe, the website and the Facebook account. Uh, Sammy Joe's at Sammy on air. That's Sammy with an I. Don't you dare spell Sammy with a Y. Uh, Jason, what about your socials? Uh, at King Jason Allen on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my website, JasonAllenKing.com, which has all of my updated uh, future and past shows and videos and all that kind of stuff on there. And uh, Jason Allen King uh, on Facebook. I'm at NCBalto72 on the Twitters if you like, if you're interested. And uh, keep you know keep listening listening to the show. Keep uh, rating the show on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you like. Uh, if you like us, if you don't like us, leave a review. That's the best way to help the show continue to grow. And while you're at it, go ahead and tell two friends about us. Anything, Will? You got any any idea what this is? Hell no. You know this? Yeah. This song was massive Midnight Oil. in the like late 80s. Yeah. Midnight Oil. Band out of Australia. Have you, have you ever seen the movies Mad Max? Yeah. They're, they're straight out of Mad Max. Yeah. I'm 
sorry y'all had to see that. <laughs> Shit song was horrible. Massive in the late 80s. The song was huge. Last like thing you ever heard in the U.S. from this band. <laughs> it was like, like a massive. <laughs> it just people were loving this. Oh, yeah. The yeah. bad, bad, bad. People just couldn't get enough. Could not get enough. You Definitely guys had have the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it was right. It was kind of like right at the tail of uh, Men at Work. Mm-hmm. And it it kind of like they were like because men at work were from Australia, mm-hmm. and then these guys came along. It was kind of like, hey, Australia's pretty, and then nothing after that. I, when you said <laughs> men at work, I was thinking of that Norm Macdonald movie. <laughs> Wasn't it, didn't he have a movie? No, Emilio Estevez, and one of them had men yeah. at work. Yeah, it was Emilio Estevez yeah, yeah, yeah. and Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. That's what I was thinking. But mm-hmm. men at work was a group out of Russia. I mean, out of Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. The, the song I played coming out of the first segment was uh, men at work. Land down under. Well, your lack of interest is inspiring right now. You're like, I don't know who There's the hell every- any of these people are. Also, never heard of them. Don't give a shit. So, nah, I feel like my life is enriched by not having known them. I feel like had I known them, the quality of life would have dipped a few points. But no, no but if we don't, uh, if we okay. don't acknowledge, if we don't remember these crappy bands from the past, we're doomed to repeat them. That's the point of Man, that's the wow. point that music is just going to keep We've been really forgetting about boy bands for years then cuz they're <laughs> all over the place. You right? never want to forget you never want to forget them. You're absolutely right. I just saw Coco uh last week. Did you see that movie? The kids movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you forget them they die and they go away. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. So Thanks. that's you know like what you're saying even when they suck ass you still uh that's right. you know try to keep them alive cuz you got to keep music alive. Yeah, but you also don't want to go through that again. Oh, it, it can happen again, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, yeah, I, I feel you. I Coco's delightful little movie, wasn't it? For I, kids. I, for kids. <laughs> I, I, felt, I thought it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. I, just, I was trying to get out of it. I love the movie. For <laughs> yeah, yes, it was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> I loved Coco. I was sitting there. I'm like, damn near crying. I'm yeah. like, what the hell? But I, I'm a crier, though, so that's not really a high bar. Yeah, me too. But uh, Oh, my gosh, man. I will cry. Okay, what's, what, what are some of the movies... You've you know what movie, movies will make me cry? I, I already know what they are. War movies and movies about dads and movies about baseball. I'm a mess. Yeah. yeah. Field of Dreams. Blubbering yeah. idiot by the end of that. Saving Private Ryan. I cry at the beginning when he stumbles yes, in front yes. of the grave. I'm done. Yes. I'm already yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm a crier as well. I was sitting with, with a uh, friend of mine's kid, and we were watching, what was it? I don't remember um, a Disney movie, but something where the animals had to be separated. And Every like, Disney we're like movie? 15 minutes into the movie, yeah. and I'm crying like a baby. And the kid's mom came along, and she's like, let's watch something else. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm just, oh, they had to, they had to <laughs> I can't do separation stuff. And that foreshadowed <laughs> all of Brian's dates through <laughs> high school exactly and right. into adulthood. That's right. Damn. I, uh,. <laughs> Mine's a long list, man. I cry in a bunch of different categories, uh, but one I remember: uh, "Pursuit of Happiness" oh, with Will gee, Smith. Yeah. And but it wasn't just me. All the dudes in the theater were crying, and all the dudes were trying to sit wait wait for the other dudes to leave. So we all just sitting there looking around, right? Like, exactly. Somebody go fucking leave, <laughs> yeah. You know, so I can get up and wipe my eyes. Oh my gosh, that's and, great. And uh, yeah, man, all, everybody was crying, especially the men because. How you feel about your children, how you feel about your loved ones. 
Yeah. Like it just sparks up something in you, and uh, man, when he when he starts walking and clapping his damn hands yeah. down the street after he got a job, you thought I got the damn. I'm, <laughs> I'm crying like I got the damn job. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's top paid now. Did uh, I didn't even have a job? Uh, um, you see John Wick, the first one. Mm-hmm. You cried yeah. on John Wick. They killed the puppy. <laughs> it. I can't. It's I ten pr- minutes into the movie. <laughs> Right? I appreciate it, Brian, but yeah, you might be on your own on this. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, 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 my wife and I had to shut it off. We still have not seen the rest of that movie. <laughs> it's a very different movie than what you saw. <laughs> well, that's what I understand. <laughs> but I could because they spent like the whole like the first ten minutes of this movie is John Wick playing with his puppy, and he's she bonding does, with she, the puppy. She, and, she posthumously buys him a puppy. <laughs> right, so that's yes. the connection. Yes, so. the, right. I'm not a monster. Right. <laughs> And then they kill the puppy, and we're like, I can't. We're done. Yeah. I, I cannot continue this movie. I'm told it's really good. I wish they wouldn't I have cut been. the scene where Bambi's mom gets killed. I wish they would have showed that. Just real director's quick, cut. R- real quick question <laughs> about John Wick: mm-hmm. uh, Would you have been better off if they had started killing the people first? Absolutely. No question. I can watch. I, I can watch people get dismembered in a movie. That's. I have no problem. With that, but you kill a puppy, that's over the line for me. I can't do it. Kind of with him. Yeah. And, and like war movies, like uh, westerns growing up, oh, man, once they, they killed the horse yep. or the dog, I was, I'd was i be done. Yep. yep. Are y'all serious? I mean, I was like yeah. seven. I'm not an adult <laughs> like Brian. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because when I was seven, I cried when the horse drowned and never ended the story. Oh, my Ooh, God. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but it, in my 40s. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want to go even more? Was stupid? that Artax? Was that the horse's name? Artax. I think it was Zantec. He <laughs> <laughs> went to sleep. Even more stupid uh, in uh, in Castaway. Mm-hmm. Um, when Wilson floats away, don't can't you, deal with it. Don't you say it. I cannot deal with it. Just because it floated away. <laughs> I have I, I I have huge huge issues with separation. I don't know if it's because I was adopted and there's probably something going on in the back of my head. I, I have huge issues issues with separation and like saying goodbye and so you must I, have I a fucking breakdown when we end the podcast. <laughs> this is therapy <laughs> right now. When That's we why leave, are you, you go back? <laughs> I can't leave for like another hour after you guys leave. <laughs> you smushed up against the window. <laughs> oh, go back. In the fetal position you under just the Just call desk. me, Brian. I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, you say you'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> He's heard that story before. <laughs> oh Dad, man! Wait, what? <laughs> well, oh, one one more thing about uh, what do you call it? Um, I was gonna say one more thing about Donnie Baker, but now it feels out of sequence. So yeah, maybe a, that's what podcasts are for. I'm uh, pretty okay with it. Oh, yeah. well, okay. I mean, that was an hour ago in the oh. show, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Just, You'll edit it and make it sound yeah, like it fine. went in the right place. Right. Uh, so one more thing. Like, I was, <laughs> again, his audience was really great. Um, you know, wanted to take pictures and all that and really enjoyed my comedy. And a bunch of them followed me on my social media because I make it a point to say that in my mm-hmm. shows now. Yeah. Like, I am straight up like, uh, this is the way the clubs book us. Like my page, like my page, like my page, and sure enough, people ride that energy, and they like the page. I was not, I was never comfortable with doing that before, but I've gotten comfortable with that, you know, over the last maybe month or so. And I'm in line telling people, comedian Will Jacobs, Facebook, don't forget to put it on your phone. 
I'm doing all that shit. I'm like a, I'm like a dude selling sneakers in New York Good. or something. <laughs> I just I don't know what clicked, but you know something. Probably a moment when I looked at my son. Or that's how the movie's going to be written. And have you have you you have noticed though it's working? Oh yeah. Really? Oh, the numbers are they're they're definitely ticking up. It's yeah. never a hundred in a day. Yeah. But right. it's twenty thirty. Wow, that's great, I, right. I've seen that kind of spike. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. So um. So anyway. So uh, we know what I'll be doing in the future. Just <laughs> walking <laughs> in Will's footsteps. Come on! Oh my God! <laughs> the last five minutes of your set. <laughs> SC Jason on stage because uh, you know the clubs they don't book us if you don't, don't go. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Did it again. <laughs> but so 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 people are are coming out. They're very complimentary. People taking pictures, great time, liking my page, all that stuff, all the good stuff. One of the uh, people that works here comes up, and he's like, "Man, these fucking rednecks!" And I'm like, "What? <laughs> you all right, man? Like they seem cool. Like <laughs> oh, wow. I had a great time with everybody." And he goes, like, they're just so whatever. He goes, like, at one point, he goes, one guy, because the dude that emceed was Evan Pitfield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Evan's got, like, a big old beard and long hair. And, you know, so he's got that look. Yeah. And uh, and he dresses with, like, dickies and, like, a T-shirt and flip-flops <laughs> on stage. <laughs> well, probably not flip flops. <laughs> it might have been flip flops though. <laughs> so, so, so you have to ask him. So, but he uh, he was up there, and then I performed next. I was the feature, and then uh, the headliner came out, Donnie Baker, and then these two. He said that these two people came out, and they were like, uh, "Man, the, the other guy, the uh, other ones were better than Donnie Baker." Right, and he yeah. goes, "We came here to see Donnie Baker and the hippie and the nigger <laughs> oh. were better than Donnie Baker." Oh, come on, straight up, <laughs> the hippie and the nigger were better than Donnie Baker. Wow, <laughs> Baker! I think in my, actually, head, got even... in my in my head, his voice goes up at yeah. the end. <laughs> I'm sure that's how it happened. Baker, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Uh. All right. So as I process this. How do you process this in that moment? Not surprised, not shocked. Uh, you know, I I, I assume that that's hell, the saddest part. Of ten the whole... ten to twenty percent of these crowds go home and they're like, "Man, that nigger was hilarious." Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I've you you have to if you're going to be quote unquote woke or conscious or aware of these sorts of things and what underlies them and all this. If you're going to be that sort of person, awoke, woke in that way, and you're going to do comedy, you have to make your peace with the fact yeah. that this is what happens. Like, yeah. people, you know, they can love you, but, you know, they still got that skin yeah. color racial shit. And, you know, it just is what it is. But yeah. that's one thing I love about comedy is that for that 30 minutes or for that hour that I'm up there... It's just an exchange of energy and positivity mm-hmm. and fun and everybody's releasing and we're having that experience together and people have left all of that stuff at the door for a minute. Yeah, right. right. So it's like to exist in that space for a while is like nirvana. Yeah, sure. sure. So, But then it's like you come back out and we're moving the shirts and all that and then the show's over yeah. and it's like, oh, man, that nigger, he's back there. That is crazy town. I, I not to even remotely compare 
race to what I, but I get people who say pretty ignorant shit to me mm. all the time. And it's, you know, and I think I get what you, when you say you just some level of expectation there, you're like, all right, so you're going to be the ignorant one tonight. And I'll just, I don't say much and just leave them go about that. Cause they're being complimentary. No one ever comes up and goes, you know, you were terrible and then be insulting. They're always being insulting with a compliment. Usually it's like, so what's something, what are some examples of what you're saying? They'll say, well, do you go by a dwarf or midget? And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, uh, how about just short guy? How's that? How How about just Jason? Just Jason. (laughs) (laughs) What? And they're like, you are so funny. But is it, is it midget? Like how tall are you? And it's like, it's like, Jesus, you know, that's an affliction, right? It's not, a height level and suddenly that makes you <laughs> like what is wrong with you yeah about every other about every other week someone will say some ignorant shit like that and it's just like all right okay and you, so and you're so, making your kids proud somewhere yeah. move on so then how would you say because you've been performing how long now comedy about four and a half years so how would you say your mental response to that has changed from when you started to now you've been in the game I've oh, wow. been hearing nonsense like that for all your life. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. yeah. I didn't even realize that people had those thoughts in their head until about maybe ten years ago, and then it was like, oh, oh, do people actually think I'm something else? I didn't even realize it. Now, yeah. I heard stupid shit all the time, but it actually became a thing about ten wow. years ago. Where it's like, oh, I'm just, I don't look different. I just, I'm just a short person. You know right. what I mean? Right. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. yeah. But the difference, too, I think, you know, after a show, people are lining up to say stupid stuff to you. That's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas, like, in I, life, you might randomly once a week or once a month or whatever, yeah, or, you yeah, know, yeah. somebody may say something stupid. But here, like, yeah. people are lining up to or go. Or on and, the daily. Yeah. You know, it depends yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And <laughs> a crowd of people, you yeah. know. But, it, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty ignorant. But there is something interesting, though, that you said that, that what comedy does, accessibility of comedians is different than, like, any other sort of entertainment uh, you know, whether you're talking about an actor or a singer or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. People are not running up to an actor, you know, not usually, the crazy ones, but comics are very approachable. You have full access to them mm-hmm. regularly. So I don't think people, but people I think are still feel like they're in the presence of something mm-hmm. that's that, that's not normal. So when they get there, I don't think they're really all that prepared and I think they're, they can be flustered and that kind of thing. Well, you so. know what? And I, and to piggyback on, onto that, I think that, uh, in fairness, it's like, you know, I've seen your act before and you have fun with the mm-hmm. concept. Yeah. So it's like they come up and maybe they feel like that opens a door for them to have fun. It, with mm-hmm. the same thing, but they're not a trained professional and they haven't lived it. Right. Yeah. So it just comes out. And we're off stage and they don't appreciate that what I'm doing up there isn't is the same as me standing Another up. great point. Yeah. They just yeah. don't process any of that shit. And I, well, I do it, and I don't do it every set, but I, I, when I bring up my size, it's I, my goal is to take a little bit of control and m- put it in my terms and put a positive exactly. spin on it yep. and make it make it fun and funny, you know. My my you know, a couple minutes I do at the top, can you see it? So you gotta make fun of it a little. It's usually I, I love being short and here's why. Mm. Here's the perks. Like here's what being short is. It's funny and and then people enjoy it and then we move on. And mm. we've you know, we've released that tension. Now we can talk about other things. That's that's usually my goal. But I have noticed that if I do short jokes, people will most likely somebody's gonna say something about it. If I don't 
reference it at all, mm. I don't really hear it. Yeah, which is an, which is interesting. So hmm. it's been that's a fun a, experiment. Yeah, that's 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 really interesting though. Yeah, that's if you don't mention it, they definitely, huh? Now if I don't mention it, they don't bring it up. Oh, right. they don't bring it up. Okay. Yeah. If okay. I open the door to it, they do. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So there may be something to what Will said. That if you you know that you've opened up the door, sure. you know you've drawn attention to it, yeah, and said it's okay to have a little fun with it, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. You open the door and they came over and they brought wine <laughs> and beer right. and Tito's, <laughs> the sleeping bag. So you go find dwarf. Hold on, Mart. Hold on. I got to check because I've been thinking about it since we were in there. Do you go by midget or dwarf? <laughs> That's exactly right. And usually, it's sometimes it's the women to do it, but whoever does it, whoever they're with, slaps their arm. They're like, oh, they, yes. oh I told you not to say do that. I told him. I said I was going to do it. I told you I was going to do it. And then I did it. Let's get a picture. Can you stand right here? Oh, like, I'll do whatever you want. Just follow me on Facebook, okay? <laughs> It's the only way they'll book us. It's <laughs> <laughs> how we get booked. So. <laughs> this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> that, but you know what? That reminds me of. Um, I was in West Virginia, and at this time, I was younger, so I was like, uh, you know, I was, I was like dating or whatever, and I and I was going to West Virginia with one of my exes, and I used to go to timeshares. So that way you go like for free and they try to present you and on the timeshare and then you just be like, no, <laughs> and then you, you got this room you can stay in <laughs> so, and then you leave. So I'm like, yo, I'm doing that shit. But I didn't want her to know that it's really just a timeshare. I uh, want her to think I was balling out. <laughs> I, I, I want her to think I was balling out yeah. and that I was going and doing that because I had the money to do that, not because it was a timeshare. So, so I go and I'm trying to make up, I, I, I'm trying to make up like excuses as to why I got to go for three hours every morning, because every every you know, in order to not pay for the room, you had to go to these fucking meetings where they sit there and try to sell you the timeshare for oh three hours. So I had to do that shit every morning from nine to noon. So I had to convince my girl that, look, you know, I'm really serious about working out. That was my first thought. I was like, really I got to work out. Right. And, then, you know, I like to get coffee before I go. So it's about three hours. <laughs> working out three hours a day and not getting any bigger. Right. <laughs> right. Now, mind you, I'm an idiot because these, I mean, these are black women. They be no, like, they know it's a timeshare. Like, that's that's what I realized after I got older. Yeah. Like, oh, they all knew. They was just right. like playing along and having a good time. Oh, OK. They all knew. That's kind of great. So, yeah, yeah. they Yeah. But they definitely knew. So I'm there and we were in West Virginia and they had these murder mystery uh, theaters and plays and you would go and your waiters and waitresses were actors in the play. Mm -hmm. So we sitting there and one of the waiters, one of the waitresses was playing a drunk chick and then she would get off stage and start taking orders, but she stayed in character. Wow. So we sit there. And she comes over and like, can I can I have your order? You know, doing this little fake drunk thing. And then she looked at me and she goes, uh, uh, what do you want, sailor? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I get a, a a Corona. I said a, a Corona. And she's like, uh, you, you uh, do you want a lime in it? 
And I was like, nah, I don't want a line. And uh, the guy sitting next to me goes, uh, I know what he wanted. Oh, God, no. God, no. He goes, he just didn't get it because a watermelon wouldn't fit. Uh, uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> how Again, I don't know how you process Yo, that. That shit happened in slow motion after that. Yeah. Because my girl was like, no. <laughs> so she she grabbed my arm before he finished. Yeah. Because she knew. Yeah. So she grabbed my arm, and I'm like, no. Oh. I'm like, and I must have said every kind of inbred West Virginia yeah. cracker, honky, whatever I could think of. of Y'all ain't really got a nigga equivalent. So I, I was trying to think of one. I'm like, ah, you cracker, inbred. Still don't hit quite, you know. But I hit him with all I had. Yeah. And then uh, his uh, his wife goes, did that thing you was talking about. Where she oh. goes, oh, uh, he, he didn't mean it. Uh, yeah. He's not like that and everything else. And I was like, you know, I'm his wife. I'm his wife. And I said, well, of course she going to defend you. That's your sister. <laughs> there you go. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah. So I left, got my money back, finished yeah. my steak, got right. out of there. That's awful, man. Yeah. So that's why when we talk about the stuff we talk about now, it's like I've been desensitized. Yeah. yeah. Sure, like I got to sure, have so sure, much sure. bullshit happen that I could just laugh about it now. You know, there was a little talk about making apologies and stuff for comics and stuff like that. I hear stories like that, and I'm like, nah. Some people just yeah, don't no, deserve an apology. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just deal with it, because we're dealing with some shit. You yeah. Know what I mean? I'm not feeling like apologize to anybody. That's crazy town, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go. yeah, that's a great note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> All that love and positivity. So long, racism. <laughs> that's right. Six months. That's Six we, months. We dealt the right. The racism's on its last legs. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>